On this episode of Dig Dig Dig, we've got a good friend of mine. We've got Elijah here. Um, he's also a filmmaker, and I'm sure you do lots of other things. I do. But first and foremost, you have impeccable taste in music. Really? Impec- I think so. <laughs> impeccable? I, that's that's quite the adjective. I mean, I only follow like four people on my Apple Music, and so out of those four, you're like the top. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that's just I that's just that, that. Yeah, i yeah. will solid good job thank you. you you keep me inspired i'm like maybe i shouldn't stalk all your music yeah. it may, I, you know may look a little, well, a little no, sus it's it's kind of weird with apple music like i i was very curious like if it if it's turning into one of those like social yeah. sites because like i do feel weird going on people's pages and listening to their music playlist yeah. only because like you get notified yeah I'm like, i don't know if this person is creeping like actually seeing who's yeah checking it out but i'm always curious what other people are listening to yeah but thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) no problem of course um okay so we'll just like get right into it i am really interested in your background in the film so like why did you choose film how did you how did you get into that yeah um well i guess it started like my like dad has worked in film my like whole life so I was always kind of just on sets and just kind of seeing how that whole like microcosm kind of like functions. And uh, I don't know, I think like that was like the first thing that I just became like, I guess, just like infatuated with just because like, you know, my dad was doing it and I looked up to him. So it was just a lot of me just kind of like just like trying to like see how how, how it kind of like functions and then from I'm there um you know I actually just started doing like my my like own like shorts at the uh, house you know and just like trying to kind of I don't know just like figure it out but yeah it definitely like stemmed from like my like pops um and then just like him just like showing me just dope films really how old were you I think I was like eight when I first like was on set for like a whole production he was on, he was on barbershop when it was out here what that's crazy yeah yeah so like what does he do he does locations so a lot of his a lot of his job is just like talking to people just trying to get in other people's houses or like businesses you know stuff like that it's like a super like pragmatic job on set but very very like necessary you know but i think the plus side of it is that he just has like a lot of like once you're actually shooting there he, has, he doesn't really have much to do you know until it's like rap so the whole time he's just kind of just watching the set so i'm just sticking by him just like talking to different actors or at crafty or just like you know seeing how sets are run but yeah yeah i like being being back home i've kind of like reflected on it a little bit more and i was just like man i'm super fortunate to, yeah like, that's crazy on set, you know but yeah um but yeah that's really that's that's crazy and yo you were young bro like when when i was eight i don't know what i was doing i was chilling but i was actually taking cooking classes because i wanted to be a chef but you were wait you were taking chefing classes at uh eight yeah okay i um (laughs) told my mom i wanted to be a chef and she was like okay i'm gonna make you be a chef you're still cooking now though right um i mean i make some here and there but (laughs) i'm not finna i'm not finna make nobody no meals anytime soon um but yeah so she found this organization called common threads which was founded by 
Oprah's personal chef, Art Smith. Yeah. Um, he's like this really famous guy. And um, we were in like some church basement in Hyde Park. Uh-huh. And we were just, we were just cooking. And it was, it was like a really big deal. Um, really cool. Um, we had a summer program. So we would be at the church and then we would go to like a park across the street that had um, like this community garden. Yeah. So I was like learning about different herbs and spices and all these right. gardeny things um so that was really cool so can you talk to me about like your time in california your time like post high school and what like how did the your relationship to film shift between like you at eight years old you being so excited you just being around to you like okay i'm gonna make a career out of this yeah um i think I think I always sort of had like uh, just kind of a practical view of filmmaking just because I was a part of the behind the scenes aspect for so long. Like even, I mean, I started working on sets when I was like 16. So I'd be, I'd already kind of knew about PAing and labor hours and all that other type of, you know, unions and all that, you know, at an early age. I think once I left and could sort of like, you know, develop some like form of like theory towards like film is like once I kind of became more infatuated with the idea of actually making them, you know? Um, so yeah, leaving Chicago, I just started watching more, I guess, avant-garde films like Tarkovsky or, I mean, that was like a, a, a big part of, uh, my development or Yorgos Land, Themos, you know, those like type of filmmakers where it was just like, you know, I I don't know. They like it, it was definitely a like a, like new vibe from from like them. Um I don't know. But yeah, it it definitely started in like Cali. Um I got kind of lost in my description. I forgot what the question <laughs> was. Yeah, like how did your relationship shift from this kid being like so excited and seeing it to now like you said now like you're you're in you have filmmakers that you're like I really admire your work. I really like you. Know, you're a little bit more like committed to to the craft of yeah. it. Um, but obviously, you know, being an, an adult and being in another another place that's not like home per se. Uh-huh. It you know, th- things just become different. Passions just look different and feel different. So, what were some of the differences for you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I I haven't really thought too much of that. Um, you know, I definitely don't want to act like I like I know it all. Like you know, I, I've only shot one like true true short, and I think that experience was something that um, I I like I I kind of I'm super eager to like shoot a second one only because how I was sort of um, going about the first one was definitely like in a way that I don't think really garnered like a creative eye. I looked at it way more pragmatic than I think I should have. Um, but I don't think, I mean, I, I don't think Cali really affected anything a part of that except just like my experience there just inspired me to like actually make it. But I don't think uh, just being out there like really affected anything else. I want to go back to your short that you made and you said that you were like a lot more like pragmatic about it. Do you yeah. believe that? This is my, I've been thinking about this for a while. So do you believe that if you care about something, then you have to let go of control of it? 
I believe that now. Mm. I, I didn't believe that then. Mm-hmm. I think then it was more so the thing where it was like, if you really care about something, then you should immerse yourself completely mm-hmm. and just kind of like be a horse with the blinders on. Like, don't don't have anything in your peripheral, you know. So like, I think. I mean, it, it, again, it kind of depends on the type of person you are. Like, and I, and I was having a conversation about this the other night. We were, we were talking about Hitchcock and just how like enamored he would be about every single project that he'd be on. He'd already have the whole film sort of mapped out, you know, in terms of its like storyboard and shot list. And he would just give whatever, you know, the uh, storyboard or just the, uh, he, he would give the materials to his, his crew members and would just be like, make the movie. And I'm just here just basically just to sort of maintain the director, I mean, the, uh, the uh, actor's performance, you know? So I think like, that's sort of how I was like moving, where it was just like I needed to know every single thing about this like project, and no one really has like I won't I won't say like any genuine like input, but because like that 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 sort of sounds conceited, but it was just like I sort of made I like I like made a uh, an environment that was like directly reliant on my creative input, which I don't think is like a healthy set i think everybody there should feel comfortable with maybe saying what if we go this way mm-hmm. or like what if i t- take like this take f- for myself you know but uh yeah i think uh i think now that's sort of how i want to operate is like with this more like organic style of filmmaking where i'm sort of i sort of get the set and it's sort of like with this mindset of like i don't know the right decisions you know i just maybe set the parameters in terms of how we're operating but there's no right or wrong yeah i kind of like that vibe a little bit more yeah i think like control i think i would say when you relinquish control you open up for the possibilities and like obviously when you're working with multiple groups of people then you can move faster and further yeah with all of those people as opposed to like you you're you're very stagnant if it's yeah. just you, yeah. no matter how like innovative boring. you think you are, right? It's boring. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just like I I can't think of somebody who, because I mean you start, and like I I like write everything that I that I've shot, which is again one 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 thing, but I I don't really see that like changing, but starting the like writing process, however long that takes, let's say it's six months, six months you're just in your head, just like you know, thinking about all the nuances, thinking about the look, thinking about shot lists and references, all that stuff, right? And then now you're on set and you're shooting that, maybe maybe that whole process is like a month. You're still the, you're still just in like your head of like, this is how it has to go, this is how it has to go. And then you're in the editing bay. And then that's again like three, like a three months. And it's just like, where's like the fun in it? You know, like I, I think what, what like makes that, that that environment so like fun is because you know if people sort of contribute like a different way of viewing it it kind of like reinvigorates like you know what like started it in the uh, first place you know i will say though there is a healthy balance to it it is because on my film man i like i was so eager to hear so many people's perspectives it's to the point where i think they like I don't know. They they just felt weird about it, and they would they 
they would say things but it wasn't like they would I was trying to direct them to get and maybe that still is like just my me trying to be controlling yeah um but like everything that they would say it would kind of get to it but not quiet and like it just became too muddled and then like yeah. you lose faith in yourself um so it's, it's I, yeah it's a healthy balance for sure yeah I, yeah that was that was definitely one thing i had to think about because i was also the like youngest person on set i've always been so it was just like also s- sort of trying to maintain to this confidence that i had towards something and not thinking that the older people around me had something better mm. to you know say or do um which I think is a very just like little kid way of thinking, right? Know? But like at but like it feels so like real, you know. But I just think like tepi- like taking a step back and just like if I look at the film with more of an objective eye, then I'll be able to like say what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody gives me advice, I should then also be able to be like, okay, yes, you're right about that, or at least have the hindsight to be like, nah, yeah, right, that's right. not you know. But I think it just comes with time, mm-hmm. you know. Again, I've only done it once, but that 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 to me was the biggest mistake, and I and I think that's why it was such a pain when I was like shooting it, because like it would just be some nights where I'm just up till three in the morning. Yes. And I'm just like, man, like people do this. Yeah. This sucks, <laughs> like you know. But that's uh, I guess that's like part of it, you know. Yeah. So you you already started talking about some of like mistakes or L's or or lessons if you will that you learned so what were some other lessons that you learned in this like period uh yeah definitely be more adaptive take people's advice you don't know everything you know and to not have expectations um especially when we're just in the realm of like independent film like I get it when like the studio if it you know the studio is writing on this or you know your reputation's riding on it but if we're, we're we're sort of in this zone where it's just like we're kind of finding ourselves through our work and i and i don't think that process like has a set time for anybody you know some people can do that in a week other people it takes years you know so it's just like i think going in with the idea that it's going to be more organic and that you know there's no uh right or wrong um I think is like the greatest like I won't say the greatest but the like best viewpoint in terms of actually making a film but that was like a lesson that I had to learn and that was reactive you know like definitely after the fact um I'd say another lesson is uh like adaptability is huge the like the like uh initial script I had was maybe 52 pages which is just are random. you serious yeah Bro, what? It, was <laughs> it was a totally different story than, yeah. than like what you actually saw like it was definitely way more uh i think how it came out was way more experimental there's a lot of like vignettes of different scenes so i don't think as like an audience member you could really like gather who this person is that you're watching it was more so just like like a cathartic experience you're sort of just feeling like alienation while watching alienation yeah which i thought was like a pretty good uh consolation but again like that it wasn't that that wasn't the main intention um i had i had went in you know with 52 pages and just the idea that okay 52 pages but i also had the tendency to overwrite and over like explain certain things so it probably was like 35 minutes worth of actual like footage 
and uh once oh so so we budgeted it for to 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 be two weekends right um and basically we had crowdfunded half and our donor was going to match the other half you know it was very like uh behind the scenes like rinky dink type of situation that we were setting up and the and so the uh, person that that we had you know who was going to match us was just like man i didn't think you guys were gonna get it that uh, soon and just backed out like (laughs) and how close to the the shooting date was this i mean now this is where the adaptability lesson comes in i was garnering money two days prior to bro what I didn't care because like my whole thing was just like I had to film this so it didn't matter if we were gonna have 15 grand or two hundred dollars like I was gonna just find a way and just bit by bit you know um so but where the adaptability part comes in is like I should have at least been able to, to be like all right let me take a step back that like initial plan that that we had planned to for it to be six days worth of shooting isn't gonna work it's gonna be three days let me find a way to at least get the meat and potatoes of this project and actually make it what it's supposed to be. Instead, we just shot half the movie. Yeah. And then I just edited around that, which I feel like was uh, dumb. But, you know. Why? Why did we do that or, or why, why did I feel like that? Why did you feel like that? Um, because, I don't know, I, I, I like made it, I made it a, like a fine, I made that to just, I don't know, like, if if I would have told myself, like, all right, I only shot half, let me at least, like, find a way to get another 30% of the film, you know, that would have been a better mindset, I feel like, than just to be like, all right, it's over, like, mm-hmm. it's done, and then just, like, walking away from it, you know, but I just think at that point, I was so just drained, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, uh, just, like, having to do that experience and basically, like, doing it alone for most of it mm-hmm. it just kind of was a draining thing yeah so all these ups and downs i was just like man i just kind of want to end it yeah but you came back <laughs> yeah yeah of so what was that what was that comeback season like that was cool i think uh i mean this like this like last year this uh, last year definitely like ebbed and flowed but the short film showcase was like be because i was sending that project in um to so many places and a mentor of mine was just like why not just do it yourself i mean you've already done all this stuff so far like why not just do it yourself and i was like yeah you're right why not so you know i just kind of i've I've never been to a festival i've never you know really done but like i i I just know that the the whole point is to get people in a room and watch films and talk about it you know so i i found like local talents you know which you were a part of and uh just figured all right that's how i'm gonna premiere my uh, film you know and yeah that's smart like sometimes you i think that's also like a lesson to learn or that is to be learned for people is like sometimes less is more sometimes just working with what you have working with with what's in your reach like you can do something that's way more impactful um and successful than like any amount of like money or yeah i definitely think like i definitely think like having that mentality that less is more is probably 
what's like needed now. Just, I mean, again, that was that was a big lesson I learned from that from that first project, which was like I needed all this money in order to like learn how to operate, which just wasn't true. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I, I, I think just the simple, just like idea of whatever it, it is in front of me, I just have to get it like done by like any means necessary. I think that's a better way of like approaching it than just like having all these expectations for how you're going to get to the uh, peak without actually just climbing, you know? Do you think having been on set for so long impacted your perception of like, I have to have a certain number? In the uh, wrong way. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going at it strictly like with this level of professionalism, which mm. was like, these guys got to be on parade. Yeah. Damn, I got to <laughs> give them, you know, I can't, I can't work on this on this Sunday. I got to, you know, I can't go over 12. But it's like these independent sets, it's just like everybody's a jack of many trades. Everybody kind of adds into it. And people are willing to work over 12 if it's just like we're getting this concept Mm -hmm, out. mm -hmm. And I'm like, how dare I expect that I'm going to, you know, move like move on this level of professionalism on the first one? Yeah. You know, that's real. (laughs) But so so it kind of like it kind of ended up just like biting me in India, but in terms of just like seeing how the, pro- how the professional side was just cause I kind of lost that like independent, that like that like indie film vibe, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. where really I, I had never had it. Yeah. You know? I wasn't on, I wasn't really on any student film sets until like this year. And that was just me just actively just trying just yeah. to kind of see how other people kind of operate. Cause, um, it's going to be a while until I'm just like hiring SAG members and like people from the local 600 and stuff like that, you know? So who who are some of your influences? Like who are the people that keep you grounded, whether it's in within film or like just in general, just in, in like life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll give you muses and probably people that are important to me. I'd, I'd say my grandmother is probably, uh, like one of the most important people in my life for sure. Um, just cause like, just sort of hearing about, you know, all that's like happened to her just in like her lifetime and how, you know, she's still able to sort of maintain this, you know, overt like positive view on life. I find to be crazy, mm-hmm. but I find, I mean, she doesn't suppress uh, or she's not living in, in denial either. Like she kind of, she's walking this like, thin line of like facing everything but also still maintaining this like ignorance is bliss type of lifestyle Mm -hmm. Um, how old is she uh she's 72 wow yeah yeah she just turned 72 in august um so yeah she's like pretty important to me i would say uh in terms of film i'd say tarkovsky was again only only because like at the time, I, I still, again, was under this, like, input-output way of, like, that's all film is about, is you, you make something and you hope to get something in return. You know, I never sort of had this view that, you know, an artist can sort of, like, rise above him himself and, like, his own work, which kind of sounds pretentious to, like, say, but I don't know. I, I just, I find that to be more of, like, in an enticing, like, uh, ob- objective when you're going, like, uh, about your work. And just reading, well, after watching any Tarkovsky film, but then actually reading his intentions towards a lot of his films, I was like, all right, like, he's just figuring something else about himself through his work. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I just find that to be, like, such a great journey as opposed to, you know, doing it in a traditional way. But, Mm 
it's a lot of resources that you have to use in order to like do that you know so but he did it in like a way that was both like beneficial for others and for himself so i'm still trying to kind of get in that 50 50 way of like working but yeah uh so yeah he's pretty important um i I, i'd say my dad is um just in terms of just as like any dad would be you know laying the like foundation um and just like maintaining this like uh you know idea of like life whether from like a masculine view or just from just like a business side you know so i think you know i i i definitely especially you know this like last year have reflected a lot on that and just mm. been like super appreciative of that sorry to get like all serious no, it's about good. it like, i don't know <laughs> i don't know that this feels like therapeutic in like a way but yeah oh, that that makes me happy yeah <laughs> uh i'm trying to think what else I don't know. I, I I was thinking I was thinking a lot um, about like movies and music, and if I can connect with somebody off of those two things, m- movies, music, food, but mainly like in terms of like muses, like movies or music, if I can like connect with somebody off those two two things, like I feel like you know there really isn't much that you know can like separate us. But if I can't off music, then it's just like, bro, I don't know what like world you're in, you know? So um, I don't know. I, I had that like random thought yesterday because I was talking to somebody and she was and like. And they like movies, music or food. And you was like, bro. No, nah, but it, but I mean, it wasn't as general as that. <laughs> like, like I, I, I'm generalizing it now, but like it's a specific like type of person when they're like, I hate when people are just passively into into stuff, you know? Mm. I don't I don't know why like I just feel like man you're wasting this 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 like time to you know really kind of find yourself and you're just like I don't know this like the, this like lady I was hanging out with she was she was playing music but it was like it was situationally the worst music to like play like, that's it, hilarious you know what I mean like <laughs> and I'm just like yo well, why are you listening to this and she's just like you don't like happy music and I was like you listen to like this song because it's like happy music not because it makes you feel some type of way but just like on paper it says it's happy music like under that category and it was like something as terrible as like you know those like crazy frog type of like anthems those like no no like it was like something as like as as bad as like a kids bop song or something Uh like top 40 but censored to like the like t you know wow and it was like uh like a something that like a carnival cruise would play or something you know and i'm just listening i'm just like dude like you really really like this shit <laughs> like what what like world are you are like you in you know but I, I i don't know i don't know what like about my upbringing like brought me to that but i don't know those are like very important to me i would say just like the the ability of just finding you know different sounds or different things to like watch i don't know i was i was definitely like a uh recluse as like a kid saying so that's all i was doing was like the music and watching movies so i don't know which which is which is like i'm just realizing like i know just that you know if i can do that for the rest of my life i'll be i'll be pretty happy you know? really i think so like i think if those things are connected in some like type of way and I can actually either contribute to them in some type of way, I'd be pretty satisfied. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. I guess I feel the same way. Um, I think sometimes, like, 
you know socially you're supposed to be out with other people or like talking like what that's crazy yeah. um but like yeah. if you if your natural comfort zone is to like be with yourself it's like yeah i, I don't know i, I think I, I, that's I gonna help me out in the long run i mean it's probably pretty apparent i don't really consider myself much of a talker so it's like i mean yeah. <laughs> you have things to say so yeah. i do but i don't know like i uh I like I definitely know that I connect with you be based off of the type of movies you're in, the type of music you're in, but also, you know, just like how you how you like view like life, you know. But I feel like I knew at least I would I would like or or at least uh what's the uh, what's the way to like put it that isn't that doesn't sound weird. <laughs> but but like but like basically I would uh I I I definitely knew that like I would like you just based off of you know the like type of stuff that you were like into yeah which you know i think is like uh like just the foundation of any relationship you know yeah that's tight i think yes i asked this question because um i think it's important to always go back to what keeps you grounded um especially when you're rebuilding right if you're like thinking about the act of building something you need a foundation and all those people and all those ideas all those stories um that really help you settle into yourself and like really give you the boost to create what you need to create or what you feel needs to be created um those are things you go back to everything else is like that's just gonna ruin you (laughs) and it's just it's just it's just noise you know um yeah so what are you working on now uh so i'm working on this um new project um called another small thing which is about a uh little girl who has an existential crisis um and that is delivered like through the eyes of her like parents after they discovered a a journal um a a journal entry written by their daughter um and yeah that i plan on shooting that like in the uh, spring so i'm i'm sort of like getting in into the vibe of getting back into the uh, groove of things like trying to get out this like working mindset of uh just like being on being on set and kind of just channeling everything out and just doing labor basically yeah but like now i'm like getting into kind of prep mode of like all right i gotta put my directing hat on and start casting start thinking of locations and stuff like that other than that i plan on going back to school yeah Yeah. talk about that scary stuff (laughs) i don't know it's uh i i like i left uh halfway through so a part of me is just like um you know I, I want to go back i feel like i have like unfinished business you mm. know and uh isn't that such an unsettling feeling yeah oh, it's gross when it's just looming over you yeah and i don't know it, it, like i don't know what what like i'll find if i'm even going to find anything in in school but i just definitely know like you'll find yourself yeah i think, I think so. that's that's the, like school is a part of me knows i cut it short yeah you know mm. when i was uh because i mean through making even making that film, it was just like, damn, that's that's how I'm feeling about this certain like situation. I immediately cut that off wow, and like just yeah. started working. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I don't know. Like, I think the like limbo that I'm in now is just because I was just sort of figuring that part of me out, and I was just like, nah. Mm. I mean, you know, and and I, I don't think it was anything like intentional like that. I just think where the vibe was going was I was just like anti-school yeah at the, at the time but I think I've always been anti-school I feel like you I feel that <laughs> yeah 
so um in this next chapter of your life or this next phase like how are you rebuilding yourself what are you taking uh, we already talked about some lessons that you've like yeah. learned but what are you like really taking and holding dear as this, a person yeah in this next chapter uh i think just trying to be more aware um one thing that like i read was like I, i've been trying to like meditate a whole lot more and just one thing that i'm just trying to really focus on is like the idea of sort of like mobilizing meditation you know this like idea of where any sort of setting that you're you're at you know you can kind of find a way to make it like a meditative mm -hmm. sort of foundation i think i mean and like the main goal of meditation obviously is to be more conscious of your thoughts to send it to like sitting yourself your, your self and all that um as like a kid i was definitely like and like even like now i deal with anxiety and you know just trying to kind of get attention from others and stuff so i think where like i am as a person is just like i want to be at least conscious of when those mm -hmm. like parts of me sort of come out mm -hmm. and to either kind of bat them or to question them or you know whatever but yeah i think that's like part of it um and just uh yeah just you know just try to do things that i like to do you know <laughs> like like partially like a like a hedonistic like lifestyle i would say you mm. know but not like fully you know i'd say like 60 percent. <laughs> yeah nice 60%, yeah. yeah i don't know i don't really like people who just only want to do stuff they like like to do you yeah know, life is full of compromises too yes yeah that it was really interesting that you say that because like last basically around this year around this time last year i was like thinking about the same thing like how are y'all only just like existing for pleasure just like yeah. solely pleasure like that it's hard doesn't compute in my mind i put emphasis on pleasure but like i don't know i i think like that's also a nasty road to go down to yeah you can kind of get lost in the sauce on that yeah it's ultimately everything is balanced like i think in the past i um to a point would purposely like deny myself pleasure and now i'm like I just look at people who are experiencing too much pleasure and I'm like, that's too much. So now yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to just chill out. Yeah. What's too much though? I'm always thinking like, I'm always like, people People probably have their like limits, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely know for like me, I'm just like, you know, whenever, whenever, whenever I get, or I have the tendency of just getting like too geeked about something and like fully just immersed in that and kind of yeah. get lost in it. And it's like, nah, I still got to kind of be able to kind of, take like a step back and be like all right you know yeah wow well cool thank you yeah, um yeah. do you have anything else that you want to share uh any like calls to action calls to action <laughs> man i don't know i would just you know just stay warm out there it's gonna get cold i'm sure it's gonna get <laughs> very <cold. laughs> very like practical dad way of handling that but i don't know uh i don't really have much to add nice well thank you for joining uh, this podcast I was happy to have you on I've been actually thinking about having you on for like since the summer really um so that's really cool and um yeah I'm just like really excited to see where you go like see this next journey yeah um and granted like we've known each other for a year at this point but like it's still like it still feels um very like permanent and like grounded rooted <laughs> I suppose yeah. um but yeah where can the people find you or 
watch your film if that's yeah. available. I yeah, don't know. No, it is. My 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 film's on uh, YouTube uh, under the uh, under it might as well be spring um, under the name Loved Ones, um, and then you can also catch me on SoundCloud. I do a couple mixes every now and then. See, I told y'all. <laughs> Loved Ones is the uh, name under uh, there, too. But, yeah. Nice. And y'all can follow us at Dig3X. Um, or you can follow me at Sierra, S-I-E-R-R-A, with three underscores, J-A-Y. I have, like, one post now. So I'm out here. Um, yeah. Also, like I said on the last episode, make sure if you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts to like and subscribe and do all the sherry stuff that's out there um so we'll talk to y'all in two weeks time